Okay, today we're having a special, uh, we'll call it uh, Avad, or a Chabura, on the Indian of Shmir Saloshin. And we're doing this today, Leiluin Nishmat Yaakov ben Tamar Malka. And also, all this was donated, all this unbelievable suda over here, was donated uh, for the Shiduchim, for the Zechut Shiduchim, for Adina Bat Miriam, Rachel Bat Miriam, and Rifka Bat Miriam. So all these girls, Be'ezat Hashem, should become Kalot, Karov, and the Neshama of Yaakov ben Tamar Malka should have an Aliyah, Be'ezat Hashem. Okay, so... We're going to be talking about today a little bit the Indian of Shmir Saloshan. And I just want to start off with a story that became very famous. It was made famous by the Blake Steinman's Zechariah The story goes that there was a young man who was a unbelievable bocher. He was a Yerushamayim, Ever Hashem, a Masmid. Good kid, really good, solid, top bocher. And there was a terrible tragedy, and I think it was a car accident or something, and he passed away. And his mother was not able to be consoled. And that Friday night, during Shiva, she was crying her eyes out. And eventually she fell into a sleep. And in the in her sleep, she had a dream. And her son came down to her. And her son was shining. He looked unbelievable, coming from Ganeiden. And he told his mother, I'm in Ganeiden. I'm in a very good place. I'm in a happy place. I don't want to come back to this Alma de Shikra. I'm doing unbelievable up there. Don't worry about me. However... They gave me permission to come down to you, to console you, and to tell you a message. Even though we don't reveal what goes on in the Alma of above, but they said to tell you this message I could tell you. That the reason why we're having so many tragedies of young people passing away is because the Olam is not Makbid on Lashon And... You should spread this message that anybody who is careful in Lashon Hara, and especially those that get other people to be careful with Lashon Hara, then you will be saved from any tragedies. Shomer piv ulshono, shomer mitzarot nafsho. The person watches their mouth, they are protecting themselves. That's the biggest shmirah. And that was... The Blame Steinman felt that that had to be spread, that news had to be spread. It means you have to be a godl to know which dreams are legit and not. But he was a godl. He passed that this was a real thing. And this dream was spread out that everybody should understand the importance because evidently it's people are over Lashon Hara a lot. And therefore, it has to be brought to the attention of the people to work on it. So this vad, this habura, that works on Shmir Saloshin every Friday, headed by Yehuda, is a tremendous Kiddush Hashem. It's something that brings protection to our community, to our Kehillah. If the Olam is working on 
Shmiras Halosha, it's a Muri Dikazach, and we should continue to be Machazik in it, and to go further in it. The Limud of the Chafetz Chaim is not an easy Limud. You can learn it on a Leichter Oifen, but it's also a very, very deep, very, very deep Limud. I just want to say one daher today. It's a very deep point, and I'll try to develop it properly. We know that Chazal tell us regarding Lashon Hara, my Yisrael Labala Lashon. What do you gain by speaking Lashon Hara? What benefit do you have? What Hanor do you have from it? So the Chazal of telling us that Lashon Hara, speaking Lashon Hara is not a taiva in the sense that we normally understand taivas, that we have a natural desire to it. It's something else. We have to explain it because we're drawn after it, but it's called something like a dimyan. It's not a real thing. My Yisrael You don't be'etzim have a natural attraction to it, which we need to understand that and daherit. In order for us to tackle the problem of speaking Lashonara, we have to understand what the aside of Lashonara is. On the contrary, be'etzim, our natural instincts is not to speak Lashonara. That's what Reb Chatzkel says. Because people want to be nice, they want to be good. Forget about high levels. They want to have friends, they want to have a good name, they want to be well-liked. And naturally, we shouldn't be speaking Lashon Hara. So, that, so that's a T for a point. It's not only that we don't have a Hanos, materialistic, Gashmiistic Hanor that draws us towards it, that we have to fight it. My Yisrael but even on the contrary, we have be'etzim, our instincts is to try to get along with people. We don't like to be confrontational. In many parts of our lives, we are very careful with ben and Lechavera. Because we don't want to be confrontational, we don't want to have problems, we don't like to, we try to stay away from that kind of issues, we want to be good with everybody, we want to look good in people's eyes, that's a natural piece of ourselves. So, if naturally we want to be good... And we don't have a natural desire. So what exactly is going on? And what are we battling with 100%? And until we truly understand it, we're never really able to beat it. So we have to try to go into this a little bit. So of course, when you ask people why you so, why are people so drawn to Lashon Hara, they say Yetzirah. That's true, there is a Yetzirah. But... We don't want to use the word Yetzahara in a very um, shitchiistic way, very superficial way. Because when we say Yetzahara, we, we assume like this, like a chayis ha-malach, a boogeyman maybe, that's standing over you with a gun and telling you to do something, and then you go do it. Yetzahara is a very sophisticated thing, and it's very part of your reality. The Chayvah Salavava says, he's menasech bekoichach, means he mixes into your koiches nefesh He uses all of your koiches nefesh and personality and emotions and feelings. He manipulates the way you feel and think. So Yetzirah is yourself. Yetzirah is basically part of you. It's part of your personality. So my Yetzirah and your Yetzirah look different. They don't look the same because we're different. The fundamentals of how the Yetzirah maneuvers, that's what's the same. But how it manifests itself from person to person is extremely different. So we have to understand something here. 
when a person, let's say for example, is insecure, or if a person has a low self-esteem, that plays into his psychology, that plays into his mind, the way he perceives people around him. It's the way he sees things, or the way he feels that he has to defend himself. So he may speak Lashonara as a, as a defense mechanism because he feels that he's being squashed by others. And in his dimyan, he's able to go ahead and handle the situation. That means that if I put down Mr. A and Mr. B and Mr. C, so the oilum won't be machs of them so much, and the mailer they will not be a threat to me, and therefore I'm good. That's a defense mechanism. So you see how that's not real? That's called dimyan. My Yisra and the Balaloshan means that it's all going on in the courtroom of your mind. And you're trying to handle your situations in a way that you, in your dimyan you're able to deal with it. In your dimyan you believe that you put people where they need to be. You see, we have a big computer in our minds. Our, our minds is the strongest and the fastest moving computer you can ever think. And we have antennas in our minds that's always looking for threats and to alert us when there's a threat and to come up with a strategy when there's a threat. And your mind actually believes it. It believes it. Totally and completely believes it. There are people that think that people are out to get them. Or don't respect them. And these are things that are happening inside their brain. And they feel that they need to protect themselves. Because if you don't protect yourself, you'll be stepped on. So who's going to protect you? You need to reveal to the Olam that this person that you think is a big tzaddik, and you think is a big tamachachim, he's a dangerous man. Because he's a faker. And he's playing with your brains. And he's just trying to win you over. So I'm going to expose him. Because if I don't expose him, then we're all going to be in trouble. And now I believe I'm doing chesed also. But the point is, Lashon Hara is totally and completely working with that. And that's why it's working with your Koyches HaNefesh. And it's working with Dimyan. Because Koyches HaNefesh and Midas is wired into your intellect. It's not two separate things. It's wired into your intellect. It's the way you see things, the way you perceive things, the way you approach things. Okay, now here's the Avaidah. The halachas of Lashon Hara is showing you the behavior of a healthy human being. It's showing you the behavior of a person with Sechel Hayoshar. It's showing you the behavior of a person who has midot tovot, which is seichel ayosher, Torah. This is the behavior of such a human being. But I'm not that human being. But here's the model of the behavior. That means, in the oimik advarim, what I'm saying is, that it makes sense to behave like a person who doesn't speak Lashonara. It's seichel. It's not being from. It's not being nice. It's sikhli. That means a person who has good midas and has the way of thinking of the Torah, the way he behaves 
is sikhli. That this is the way a balanced, healthy human being should behave. And a person who acquires the midas of a person who is shoyme pivil shoynoi, this is going to be almost a natural way for him to go. The work is to make it natural. So now, how do you make the avoid? You understand what I'm saying? Is it clear so far? This is a very deep thing. So now, how do you make the avoid? Because when I see the halacha, okay, I see the halacha, I have to ask myself, does it truly make sense to me? Does it make sense to me, this halacha, that I see somebody, I have to believe that every person is so good and so correct and so just. Kulam ahuvim, kulam berurim. Does that make sense to you? Because the Chavetz Chaim says that when you speak Lashon Hara, Ba'atzim Yoyver, the Issa of Dan Lekavzchus. Dan Lekavzchus starts in the mind. So that means Lashon Hara is just the second step. The first step is how you saw. So now, it means that you see things in a flawed way. But I have evidence. There are bad people who do bad things in the world. There are people that if you don't stop them from doing their bad things, and you say, Lashon Hara, Lashon Hara, Lashon Hara, then they make Ritzicha. It's a fact. If somebody comes to say, this guy is dangerous, he uh, shouldn't be around kids, and then you say, Lashon Hara, Atarotzeach Gamur. You know? So I, I, how do you do this thing? So you have to now test the, what your logic of your Midas is telling you versus the logic of the Torah. So then the first thing is you have to fashlay. And then you have to see to keep the halacha, where is it getting in the way? And then you find the Midas that are getting in the way. You have to fix. Chofetz Chaim says someplace in his Sefer that Shmir Saloshin is the Mafteach of every single midah toiva. It says that in Shmiru Salashim. Not where you learn the halachas in the Musa part. So mafteyach to every single midah toiva. In other words, what's the oimekadvarim? That means that every single bad midah is what bears into your decisions. So you have to masak in the midahs. Everyone. Your covid, your gaiva, your taiva, every single one. So it's a deep thing. There's nothing like Shmir Zaloshim that, that gives you a deep insight into the Kaychas HaNefesh HaOdom. There is nothing like it. Nothing, nothing. That gives you deep insight into the Kaychas HaNefesh HaOdom. I once had a Chabrusa for a few years. Every Shabbos we learned through the Sifrei Chofetz Chaim. Shmir Zaloshim, the other Sefer that he has, Zichar Miriam, all the, the different Chiburim that he has in Lashon It took us a couple of years. The Sephorim of the Chofetz Chaim, he writes in a very smooth way. But Molei Oymek in the Havona of Midas and Karchasana Fashadam. Dvarim Amukim. And the Halachas are not posh the Halachas. Many times I got into learning Shmir Zaloshan. I can't always do it because the way I learn, I get like too obsessed, you know, till I get the Oymek of the Gedder of the Din and how it's working. So I can do two Halachas in a month, you know. But and I don't always have that time. But I tell you, the sefer is not shayach sefer. The sefer is the most 
you see the Chofetz Chaim's Havonah in people. You see the Chofetz Chaim's Tfisa in learning. You see the Gedorim and the Lomnus. He just doesn't write it like a Rabbar Hobeh. But that's what it is there. So you have to, when you take the Halachas, when you learn the Halachas, which is Muridik Halachas, because really in the Shmir Saloshan there is two parts to it. There's the part that you're not allowed to speak Bignus Haveri even if you're not Mazakim. That means that's not a, a, a lumdus in the hurting of the person. This has to do with you. This is the way you see. This is the way you perceive. This is the way you speak. You, you're drawn to negativity. You know, that's something in you. Then there's a chalik of it that if you hurt somebody with your words, even if it's not a gnus. So there is a piece of there in the Ben Odom L'Chavere, and there's a piece over there also in the Ben Odom L'Atzmai. Both these things are operating simultaneously at the same time. So it's very important, obviously, you have to know the Bekiyas of the, of the Halachas, but if you could try, maybe when you do one Halacha, to just understand it well, see the Mar- see the Mekiris on the bottom, the Chofetz Chaim, what he's saying, try to dehair it, try to understand it, try to see, think about it in a practical way. Like, give yourself a practical scenario. The problem is when we learn, it's very abstract. But if you try to inherit in a practical scenario how this thing would look, and then you try to see in your life where this scenario could come out, and then try to think how you would instinctively behave in that case. If you would see how you instinctively behave in that case, then you realize that there's a tikkun amida that you have to have to keep this. So, Shmir Zaloshan's avoid. All halachas avoida. But this is a very important avoida that's negeya tog teglach, it's called in Yiddish. Day in and day out. Because we have complete interactions with human beings all the time. And interactions with human beings makes life complicated. And we have a lot of midas. And there's jealousy. And there's insecurities. So there's, there's all kinds of things that go into a person that makes it challenging to be careful from this. So I think we use the, today's Vad to try to bring awareness that it is something that's the most in the Koychus HaNefesh. Other Taivas is more Taiva. So Taiva has one Mahalach how you deal with that. But this is Dimyan. And Dimyan is a very, very deep thing. It's not a Pashtazach. So obviously you have to try to keep the Halachas to the letter of the law. But in the Limud, the letter of the law, if you're not going to understand it, and you're not going to daher its gedorim, it's very hard to keep the letter of the law, because it's very abstract, and it's in isolated cases, and you don't realize that in your life you're doing a lot of lush and horror even without realizing it. So I think this is a hascholo, to learn a little, you know, I'm sorry, Shmuel, but I have to say, I'm sorry, that's just the way my brain works. A little bit more, just to get it more clear. Just maybe see the bottom a little bit. Again, I'm not the Rosh Chaburas. I can't tell you what to do. I'm just making suggestions over here. That maybe a little bit, maybe when you talk and learning about it, when you learn with somebody, Chabrusa, try together to see a real scenario. You know, try to make it a little bit more tangible. Try to think about your mother-in-law. <laughs> and make it more tangible, how the way you have to now speak to her differently, or about her differently to your wife. Some people think that the mother-in-law is not nichlal nuchas lashon har. Me'achuz nichlal. You understand? 
So you have to try to see things in a practical way of the people in your life that you feel that it's mutter for you to speak. You feel it's mutter for you to speak. And see in those scenarios if it's fitting with halacha. You see, you live a life. And you have a life where you have to complain about people. Neighbors, teachers, menalim, family members. There are people in your life that you're going to be tested with this thing. So so take your halachas and then bring it to there. And see, is it fitting with halacha what you do? Or is it not fitting with halacha? You have to make avoid. If you make avoid, then we have siyat and Okay? We'll stop here for now. Thank <laughs> you.